Wait, is this broadcasting in Texas at all? Because uh, <laughs> everywhere but Texas. So you're yeah, we try to we block that out of our website. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that are not going to be happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm good. Okay, cool. Yeah, now now can we have a word prompt for CJ to like? It was sunglasses. Sunglasses. Some sunnies. Like all right, here we go. Three, two, one. I keep forgetting that I have to do the sound effects. It's, it's, all, it's on you <laughs> it's, now. Yeah. It's, it's been like a month, but I'm still getting used to that. Anyway, sunglasses. Uh, it's a beautiful sunny day. Um, I feel like we kind of got robbed of fall weather this year. There were like two good days, and then now it's in the 40s already, which I'm not happy about. Because uh, the world yeah, is ending soon, I think. So we're all fucked anyway. Cold. Hold on yeah. one second. Hey! Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week, we, 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 yeah, this week we watched Brick. And you know my boy is in it. The star, JGL. Ben Folds. Oh, no, different Brick. Uh, yeah, JGL is, is, is in it. Uh, I had never heard of this one, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody has. <laughs> is at least my experience. Anytime I bring it up, uh, nobody seems to have heard of this movie. So I was very excited. That are Hold on, I want to talk about Fall more. Yes, uh, please. It's my favorite, and it's like yeah. almost over now. Yes, it it basically is. the The trees haven't even caught up; they're still green leaves. Like it just flipped a switch. They ha- haven't even had a chance to adopt the 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 tree in both my front and backyard were the first on like the entire area to drop their leaves, and so I just have two dead looking trees, and everyone else's looks like it's summertime. And but do you kind of like that because it's a little spooky? Like your house is a little more spooky than the I rest of the neighborhood? So. I, I wish there was more like, yeah, like orange colors. I don't know. There's, I'm staring out the window right now. They're, it's all green still. Like they have yeah. not had a chance to, to switch over yet. I'm sure the, uh, the 40 degree weather will hopefully uh, we'll get the memo. Now. Yeah, I think so. They'll come around to this awful state of the world these days where seasons just aren't a thing anymore. It's either cold what, or hot. What's your favorite season? It's fall, of course. Okay, that's the right answer. Yeah. That's that's good. Hoodies and jeans. Who doesn't love that? Right. Bonfires. Oh, God, bonfires. Mm. I haven't had a bonfire in forever. I think we did one over the summer, and that was it. Yeah. Who's got a bonfire? Ken, you got a pit yet? No, not yet. Oh, I definitely should, though. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is it already too cold, though, even for a bonfire? Can we even do that, or will people be miserable? Let's get our guest opinion on bonfires. See what, see what yeah. he thinks. This week, we're joined by first-time guest, Matt Alanese. Hey, thanks for having me on. Matt, thanks bonfires, for on. pro or con? Um, big pro. I pro like bonfire. A good, I, I like to be just constantly face full of smoke yes. at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the round, the merry-go-round you play of switching seats and it just following you. Yeah. It really says fall. <laughs> Do you have now... At least in uh, where we grew up, there was like different phrases people would say to try to get the smoke to go away from them. I think one had to do what? with like, a, have you never heard this either? It was like, you would say like white bunny rabbit or something like that. What? I I mean, it, it obviously doesn't work. It's, it's just a stupid <laughs> thing kids would do. But. It's like, like some magic. magic. Like, well, well, like be gone. Yeah. Smoke. Yeah. It was, yeah, like if you were sitting there and all of a sudden the wind changed direction and blow smoke, people would like say a phrase to try to get it to change back. I don't think we had a phrase, a lot of chanting. Okay, yeah, so pagan worshipping and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah okay. The, the blood sacrifice over the fire. 
Yeah. Typical Southwest yeah. Texas girl. Yeah. We all hail Satan here, right? Right, guys? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It's a bad rap. <laughs> yeah. He's a good dude. So glad for the bonfire uh, word suggestion. You guys were uh, Satan's little helpers. Uh, all all Satan uh, stand up all the time. Yeah. Love it. I So, okay. Another question. Do you like smelling like bonfire? I love it. I like the oakiness of it a bit. Not like a ton all at once. I feel like it could be really like, oh, somebody just came back from a bonfire. See, yeah. I like it for a second, but then it gets like sickening. Like it, it gets in like that one hoodie that you wore for the bonfire. And of course, I don't do laundry ever. So it just smells like that forever. You just and, buy uh, new hoodies, right? As they, yeah, that yeah. one's done. That, mm-hmm. That's just the bonfire hoodie now. <laughs> yeah. You eventually throw it into the bonfire to add to it. And, yeah, it's fuel <laughs> eventually. Yeah. It's the circle of life. It just keeps on going. I think once it's around a bonfire enough, it just ignites. Like, yeah. That, that's just what happens. It knows it's near its people and, <laughs> and cooperates. It's just looking at all the other hoodies on the bonfire. Like, that's going to be me one day. It's, yeah. It's a little kid hoodie. Can't wait to grow up to be a bonfire hoodie. <laughs> So I love that moment where you take the shower afterwards and it like mm. the steam makes like the whole shower smell like it. I I love it. I feel like when when you have like a really bad smell, not not that bonfires are bad, but like when you have a smell stuck in your nose, it's like impossible even after you shower to like get that smell out of your nose for a little bit. At least that's my experience. You're not like scrubbing up in there to wash it out or anything? Is that what people do? People in the shower like scrub the inside of their nose? Uh, no, I, I hope okay. not. I, I don't. <laughs> that seems excessive. I'm starting to question my level of uh, smells here now. Have I just not been able to smell all that well? Because <laughs> none of this has ever been a thought for me coming up like in the shower. Like, oh yeah, the smell's gone now. It's just like. Yeah, Matt, hate to break it to you. You got to go see your ENT doctor. <laughs> Sounds I like you're missing out. I, I'd say just go get a COVID test. Like some, something's <laughs> that, going on. That would be horrible, too. Oh, no. it's, <laughs> I, it's just normal stuff, guys. You know, you don't really smell too, all too well. Food tastes kind of funny. It's just normal normal stuff. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, no, Matt. Yeah, it's running a high-grade fever. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's normal. Why are you guys inching away from me? <laughs> I'm yeah. It, it's a, it's a bummer. Fall's my favorite, and we don't really like get it anymore because the world is slowly dying. And uh, probably the season finale is the way I like to look at it. <laughs> the season finale. Ramping up for a good good finale. <laughs> yeah, it's just the world being temperamental. Doesn't want to cooperate. It sucks. <laughs> it's like it's like the world is like sinking to the bottom of a lake. Like it's like a brick being dragged. There down. it is. Okay, we got there. <laughs> <laughs> really had to stretch for that one. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Brick uh, and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. It gave you a pause there. saw the wheels turning. Something yeah, was, was going really on. really trying. Really <laughs> trying. Brendan? Mm-hmm. I really screwed up. Screwed up how? It's a brick. What? I, I didn't know it was bad, but the pin's on it now. You got to help me. Slow down now. This isn't good. No. Emily said words I didn't know. Tell me if they catch. Brick? No. Tug? Tug might be a drink. Like milk and vodka. Pin? You know the kingpin. Dope, bro. Right? Big time. What are you gonna do? She asked for my help. I just wanna know she's okay. So what's first? I'm gonna start shaking things up. Hey, we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Joined once again by new guest Matt, and we're talking about Brick. Matt, we are gonna put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen Brick, which is probably a lot of people. 
what it's all about. Ready, go. Oh boy, uh, it's uh, just another classic romantic comedy featuring JPL. Uh, no, it's it's a nice, it's a love story for anyone who's a, a fan of that classic film noir uh, taking place in uh, in the high school of all settings, a sunny high school in California. You'll follow JGL as he tries to unravel the mystery of who murdered his ex girlfriend. Ah, didn't even need the fool. Dang, that was yeah, that's basically it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't want to spoil it. I was like, how do I also not spoil? He's been a ghost the entire time. Go see the movie. Yeah, it came out in 2005. I think we could spoil it. <laughs> we, we feel like no one's seen it, though. Also, like, I'm not even sure I understood what happened in this movie, so I'm not sure I could spoil it. This was a hard one to half-watch and set up my podcasting equipment during, so I, uh, I may have missed a few things. So, yeah, spoil away. Focus completely on this movie. Do nothing else. Have a notebook. Yeah. Take notes. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to really want to sit down and watch this one. Yeah, I, that's recommended for sure. Uh, Matt, I'm so I'm so glad you mentioned that this takes place in a high school because it's almost as if the high school is a character in the movie. No, it's not. And I'm the first the person to ever say that. zero part of this movie. <laughs> I feel like I'm coming into another conversation here, but I agree. It is absolutely its own character. See, Ken? Oh no, it's not. With the sounds and the disposition it has on everything, it's... With the parking lot and him running around and getting beat up at the high school. <laughs> and that one wall that the brain just always sits against. Mm-hmm. Brain's it's like a character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It really comes alive. <laughs> the brain rules. He's he's one of my favorite characters in the movie. I like him. I love all the nicknames and characters that he builds throughout all of this. And again, at the end of the day, you're like, wait, aren't they all just high school kids? Yeah. You, you right. have to remember. Which I love that they like, they will sort of mention that it, it is quickly i love that it's we're off to the races like as soon as the movie starts something happens i really appreciate that no like slow build up we're in right. it but i do i do like at one point we meet this kind of like mob boss type and you realize oh right he's a high school student because the mom is at offering jgl like apple juice and stuff like that you're like oh, oh we already had milk with your cornflakes yeah no, <laughs> no. uh it's country style it's country style <laughs> Yeah. That's what always the first time I watched it, I always kept thinking, what is country style apple juice? What's the difference? Yeah. I don't the think solid core. It's like half applesauce. Seeds floating around. Yeah. Nothing like a good thick applesauce on a cold day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I which I, I really appreciate that it was kind of like and an oh, another thing. Again, this this mob boss type character, this drug dealer that we meet, uh referred to as the pin. Uh, he drives around in a van, sitting in the back seat, and he has a full-on lamp in the van with him. It's like rattling around. Lamps like, yeah, are not meant for it. Yeah, lamps, <laughs> lamps play a big role, yeah. yeah. It's it's really funny, too, because it, it helps set the setting, but it, it also kind of goes back to, like, he really only had about $500,000 in budget for this, so it's probably practical as well. Yeah, true. Movie lights. Let's get this lamp in the back of this van. <laughs> And I also appreciate the like, again, just keep coming back to the pin. He's he's set up in his basement of his parents' house, but the, and when we first meet him, it's this very dramatic reveal, like, oh, who's this big drug dealer going to be? And he has to like slowly, awkwardly turn his chair around <laughs> to like greet JGL. Yeah. You know, usually like the Bond villain will spin around with like a cat on his lap. He's just like, all right, hold on, give me this. I'm snagged on something. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> That damn lamp wire. 
<laughs> we're renovating the place. We're going to rip out all this carpet. Yeah. <laughs> carpet gets ruined later. Spoilers. That carpet has seen better days. If you haven't seen the movie, stop right now. <laughs> we're going to talk about the carpet. We don't want to. We don't want to ruin anyone's surprise about the carpets. Yeah, definitely stop now. Go watch it on the zero streaming platforms that it's on. No, and, it's uh, on Tubi. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's free on Tubi. So actually, yeah, there we go. Is this podcast brought to you by Tubi? It's a great. It should be. <laughs> Not yet. You're listening. Tell me you are. Tubi, we know you're listening. Hit us up. <laughs> Tubi, we know you do podcast ads. Come on. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I rented it off of Amazon. Ah. Usually, if I can't find it, I'm like, all right. I'll rent it. I'll help Bezos get a little bit more money. <laughs> yeah, that guy needs some he help. Needs, he needs the help. Yeah. All the help. Guys, if you're listening, uh, go visit my GoFundMe. I'm trying to get help for Bezos to get back in the space. <laughs> yeah, he should go back. We should all encourage that. That's definitely good for humanity. Mm-hmm. It's the American dream. Come to life. Uh, billionaires are the best. We love them here. I saw a tweet earlier. This has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought it was funny. And it was... <laughs> Uh, when a billionaire dies, uh, is he buried with all of the senators he owns, or is it? <laughs> I don't know. That, that was it. All the senators and all his money, really. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I hope it's all cashed out and then buried with it. At no point is anything given anywhere. It's just physical cash it's put into is. a bonfire. I, I like you know, I kind of, I kind of hope that's the the case. He just burns it all because. Otherwise, it's going to start this trickle of generational wealth, and it's just going to move on to the next billionaire, and they suck. And then we end up with another Trump dynasty, so, you know. Oh, dynasty! That's what we're referring to them as. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little too... uh, The classic American dynasty. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that, uh, that they were a full-on dynasty. Wow. Should, should, I, should I maybe a better example would be Duck Dynasty? Is that there we go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, some other great people that definitely aren't <laughs> racist or anything. It was a great now a great connection, so we can start talking about Duck Dynasty in the latest episode we saw. Yes. <laughs> all right, CJ, go. Ah, uh, Duck Dynasty. Who doesn't like killing <laughs> animals for no reason at all? It's great. Um, CJ, did you watch this movie uh, back in two thousand five at all? Did you? That's so. Yes. Great question. Thank you. Uh, this is my second time seeing it. I remember, I don't, re- I, I want to say I've maybe saw it in college, which would have been later than when it came out. Cause I don't think I like saw this in theaters, but I remember loving it. Like when I first saw it and I was like, why aren't more people talking about this thing that nobody's heard of? <laughs> and that could be why. Uh, I think it's super cool. This is Ryan Johnson's first like uh, full-length feature film that he wrote and directed, which so it's cool to see him also sort of evolve into this uh, you know name brand director these days. Funded by his parents. Yeah, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, least most yeah. They Dang. donate the most. I think his cousin also did the score. Like it was just a really family project for this film. That's awesome. And yeah, I like I really really love the dialogue in this movie. Like they are fully like this is a noir, get on board otherwise you're going to hate this movie and I was so on board. Before I sat down to watch it, I I pulled it up on Letterboxd just randomly and and one of the top rated review quote things was like it started out with the ratatat uh dialogue in this film and it went on from there. But anyway, I just kept thinking of that the whole time i was watching and like yeah that's pretty spot on yeah it's great 
one of my favorite comments about the the dialogue, and they kind of slip it in there. I think it's when he's having that classic like detective and chief of police chat with the vice principal. Yes. Well, I did. I did take the advanced. Uh, what do you say? Advanced literature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The VP comments on yeah what he's saying, and he's like, yeah. Well, you know, props to my English teacher for, for that or whatever. Yeah, which leads to one of the best lines too is, uh, "Don't come, I just came here to give you the heads up so you don't come kicking down my homeroom door homeroom when door. starts up." Yeah, <laughs> I I loved that dynamic. I was. I was waiting for the VP to say something like, you're a loose cannon, you turn in your gun and badge. <laughs> We're moments away from that. Yeah. yeah. It was great. And yeah, so much like, there's too much heat on me. Like, we can't meet in person anymore. And like, using pay phones and, and stuff like that. Even though we do see at one point, Brain, the character, does have a cell phone. They definitely were around. But he himself <laughs> just doesn't have one. Well, of course he can. It would have ruined that persona of him being that outsider. Yeah. You know, nobody's seen him in months. He's been eating lunch in the back of the school, which is such a great explanation of, yeah, he's, he's gone. We haven't seen him for months. <laughs> Just because he doesn't eat lunch with people. He's still, you know, in yeah, class cool. and like yeah. at school. <laughs> See, it comes homework. back to it. Ken, the, the high school is a character in this movie. It plays <laughs> a vital they sh- role. They show zero classrooms, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I know. We never see the interior of the high school. It's all his office is it. Oh, yeah sounds of the high school throughout like anytime there's a serious moment you can kind of hear in the background like a cheerleading practice going on like a bell that goes off yeah i i do i remember there's like you catch one second of i think it's after the pin drops jgl back off at like the high school parking lot and drives away and then he kind of walks off frame and there's like a student on his bike that just rides by but like looks to camera and then they, and then they like cut away. It's like I don't think he knew that they were filming something. <laughs> they uh, a lot of the students actually that's true they used them as uh, extras like all the current students of the school. Oh, so it's wow. just been like does anyone else see this camera? <laughs> that's okay that yeah that helps explain actually, that. Did I just ride through that shot? I don't know. <laughs> Am I in a movie now? I'm a movie I'm star. <laughs> Is that a society meeting today? That, <laughs> <no>? <laughs> so Matt, why 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 did you choose uh, this movie specifically? Uh, it's been one of my favorite ones uh, for a while. I think I was always a big fan of like the film noir uh, genre, the Maltese Falcon, um, Chinatown, like all those really like it's to quote what you said earlier, the ratatat of the dialogue and just that the world it builds. I thought it was so interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I remember seeing it um, at Blockbuster. Shout out, RIP. <laughs> um, I, I remember coming across it uh, as a rental, and I thought it was interesting. And I, I was a big fan of JGL from Third Rock Days. Nice. And uh, so I, I checked it out, and yeah, no, I, I fell in love with it. And I was very much the same as CJ. Like, are you guys? Anyone want to come over and like watch this? It's really cool. I've got it. I got the five day rental. Like, it's, it's pretty neat. And everyone being like, shut up. Nobody wants to go over. We're watching. I don't, I don't even know what the popular movie was at the time. We're like, no, we're going to go see this for like the sixth time. Nobody knows what the, nobody knows what Brick is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would that have been? 2005, I have no idea. Was like the third Austin Powers coming out then around that time or something? Maybe. Could have very well. We're going to go quote Austin Powers, all right? So you have fun with your, your rental here. Yeah, baby. Um, but it's so cool to see, you know, the growth of that director from there to like, accomplishments like knives out yeah that's such a cool dynamic there yeah i always appreciate that it's like 
both written and directed. Anytime they can pull off that, it's like they they came up with the idea, wrote it all out, and directed Full it, and ownership. it turned out great. Yeah. Yeah. Also excited, but I don't. I can't think of another example where, like, Knives Out, they already agreed to make two more. Oh, did they? Yeah, there's going to be a Knives Out 2 and 3, which I think is insane, because that's such a, like, so many twists and turns. How do you pull that off two more times? We'll we'll see if they do, but is is he directing both of the sequels? I would assume so. I think so. Okay. I believe, yeah. I was listening to an interview where he was talking about Knives Out, uh, recently, and he goes on to talk about like, yeah, the trickiness of how do you write a whodunit without that whodunit uh, overture? Like he, he said, he keeps talking about like he didn't want to have that moment of like, oh man, who, where's that that killer at? Like who, how did he kill him, and who did he kill? And Knives Out, they explain like right away who killed him and and how, and then the rest of the movie you're like piecing it all back together. So yeah. that was super interesting and a super challenging way to write it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, yeah. Again, it's another example of like you're ju- you're in it right away. Like you're off to the races as soon as the movie starts, which I I love. I want to say I came across this uh, because I I hit a certain point in my life where I you know I checked my watch and I was like yeah I think it's about time to watch every movie JGL has been in, <laughs> and this yeah. was one of them. <laughs> we all had that moment. I mean, yeah, we didn't. yeah, you guys had that too, right? Uh, probably yeah, around yeah. like high school, college area. Yeah, definitely. Pulling yeah. a premium rush and, and all of that. Oh, so, God. Yeah, definitely. No, you can skip that one. <laughs> but I was liked premium rush. Biggest movies at the time? I'm trying to remember if there was a bigger movie for JGL before this. I mean, obviously, it's not super well known. Yeah. As Ken yeah, pointed like, Did he do anything before this besides Third Rock? That's all I, I can think of is just Third Rock. If only there was a way where we could look this up and find out the answer. Nope. Only there was a, a box with magical prowess that we could like, type. Into. Like a database that stored all this info that we could for movies. We could start it, guys. Um, well, speaking of things that maybe I do know the answers to, how about we do a little bit of uh, trivia with uh, it's time for. Hey, did you know that? No, we, you just do it. You just say it. Fuck. I totally fucked that up. <laughs> It's been a little bit since we recorded uh, like a full-fledged episode, I feel like. Yeah. Anyway, that's good enough. We'll leave it in. All right. So, <laughs> time for trivia. CJ, Matt, are you two ready? Ready. All right. First question. Megan Good, who plays Kara, the dancer, or uh, the theater girl mm-hmm. uh, in Brick, was in another movie with JGL in 2013. What movie was that? So, like, two minutes ago, we established we couldn't name another movie. (laughs) (laughs) And now we've just... This is a little more recent. Yeah, true. I mean, not much more, but... I have no idea. What would have been 2013? Was she in, like, Inception or something? No. I have no idea when that came out. I keep going back. I know she wasn't in Looper, but that's the only other JGL movie I can think of. (laughs) He really hasn't done much, guys, like... (laughs) Yeah, no, there's not that many, actually. Not that many. Um, all right, you guys give up. Do you want to yeah. give us like a, a hint? Maybe we can get there. Uh, the first letter starts with D. That's not a dog. No, that's, that's not okay. good. <laughs> Second letter is an O. We can just keep going. <laughs> yep. Yeah, keep going. This, <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, keep going. Third, third, third letter is an N. An Come on N. now. You should know oh, uh, a Don John or whatever. Who said it first? Don, yeah. Did I even say it right? 
Yeah, Don John. Yeah, that's Don right. John. Got it. Uh, yeah, she had a huge role in that. She played Hollywood actress number two. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. uh, yes, I remember. Yeah, you remember now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There it is. It's coming really back. Really got an upgrade in, in uh, her, her screen time in that one. So that's good. Uh <laughs> She she was in cousin. Did you guys watch Cousin Skeeter back in the day? In uh, on Nickelodeon, the yeah. Uh, character. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was in that. Huh. Anyway, that's that's all I recognized her from. Did she, she was, play a puppet? She no. She no, was, like, was a puppet. But they never dress. He's a puppet. It's just like yeah, he's a normal he's guy. Just another oh, okay. guy. Definitely not. We a puppet. See the bottom half of. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a weird show. All right. Next question. How many scenes is JGL not in in this movie? Oh, whoa. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we pretty much... Zero because we've, I feel like we follow him throughout the entire... Yeah. Because even, even when I feel like we're looking at other people, it's like from his perspective. I was thinking about the party, like the piano performance. But yeah, you're right. He's in the audience. That's how we're seeing it. Yeah. I'm going to go with zero. I feel like that might not yeah, be. Yeah, I'll say like one. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't pull that price is right. <laughs> one dollar, Bob. Uh, Matt gets the point. Yeah, he's in every single scene. Dang, the movie. that's cool. Yeah. I think, that's, again, just a really cool storytelling element that we're just with him the entire from start to finish, just yeah. like his jacket. <laughs> we're, we're a part of him. Oh, that poor jacket getting sliced. Had to fix it with duct tape. It's, it's not the, for those who haven't seen it, it's not the trench coat. It's just the outsider's, I don't know, not even a members only jacket. Like it's just this cheap coat that he has. And you, you want him to like flip his, his collar and get you, you know, that classic film noir detective. Yeah. But he just always has his hands in his pockets, like a nervous kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hunched over, like walking, Sometimes not just making eye contact. the coat awkwardly. <laughs> cradling Standing it. Standing in the back of a van. Somebody and covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. You'll never betray me, coat. I'll always have you. <laughs> Put me in coat. I'm ready to play. <laughs> right? That like Brad guy. Bramish. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Next question. True or false, the director, Rain Johnson, has publicly confirmed that the brain is entirely in JGL's head. Whoa. Now I'm thinking back. Has he interacted with anybody? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. He even... At one point, he's like, I, I forget the character's name, but he's like, yeah, she's at the library, like not with me, but also here. He like specifies that. I don't think we see the brain talk to anybody else but JGL. He referred to talking to people like, uh, what's her name? Not Emily, uh, Laura. Like, oh, she's hounding me and you got to tell her to leave me alone. Yeah. I never see them. Yeah. Fuck. Hmm. I'm going to say false just because like he does do stuff for JGL. Right. He has the cell phone. Cell phone. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting theory though. But yeah, I, I'm also going to say false. In terms of the way I worded the question, it is false. He has not publicly confirmed that, but he did that. That is like a very popular theory about this movie. Hmm. And he did comment on some comment that was explaining this and saying that this is his favorite theory. Oh, nice. But he doesn't publicly say whether or not it's true. But it could be. You're right. He doesn't interact with anyone in the movie. He, ref- he refers to having interacted with people, but you never actually see it. And yeah. Especially in the like one of the la- last scenes on the football field, uh, the brain comes up and is like right behind his head. Yeah. To him. 
kind of hinting at that, like, oh, maybe he was in his head the whole time. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, that's a cool theory. Very cool. I hadn't heard that theory. All right, it's still tied. Okay, next question. Rain Johnson later directed another movie starring JGL. What movie? Ken, really quick, it's Ryan Johnson. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? That's just me not typing it correctly. Rain. No, it's it's spelled with an I, but it's pronounced Ryan. I know, I'm saying it wrong again. Anyway, Ryan Johnson, thank you. Here, I'll get it clean. I'll get it clean. Rain Johnson later. Oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, do you know the answer? Did you? I missed it? the question. Are you focused completely. on that yet? Yeah, I was pretty focused on that. <laughs> Ryan Johnson later directed another movie starring JGL. What movie? Was it Looper? Yeah. Did he do Looper? Yeah. Looper's correct. Yeah. Yes. Matt gets the point though because he answered first. Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. And then maybe last question. We'll see. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage for this movie? And we'll do closest without going over. Matt, since you're in the lead, you will go first. Price is right rules, baby. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, I mean, I know it's not too popular in terms of people not seeing it, but I know it's it's well received. So I want to say I'm going to go with 85. Go right Ooh. there in the middle there. I know it's okay. pretty high, but not, not 100. Yeah. Do I think it's I? Th- oh, that's that's a good guess. That's right around what I would have expected too. So I'm gonna do 86. <laughs> <laughs> that makes matter winner. Wow. Oh, you know what? Well, winner by default, I guess, because you both went over. Uh, oh. So no one really gets the point for that, but uh, the correct answer is eighty percent. Oh really? Uh, yeah, that's a little bit lower. Hmm. What um? What do you guys think was the audience score? Just for fun. I feel like it's going to be lower because I do remember showing this to a friend of mine uh, not too long ago, and then being like, I didn't understand the dialogue. What was going on? <laughs> being confused, and I feel like that's the general. <laughs> they just can't keep up with how like fast paced they're talking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope at least like upper 70s, maybe like a 78 or something. Okay. Like a 68. Uh, Dang. Okay. CG, we're closer. It's actually higher than the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score. It's uh, 86. Oh, That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. Happy to be like more than the critics, apparently. Hell yeah. Because of the pen. Everyone loves the pen. <laughs> Everyone loves the pen. That's it. And his mom. <laughs> and his lamps. <laughs> well, I think it means it's time for us to do our ratings. 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 Matt, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Brick for you? Oh, man. Solid 9 for me. Dang. Dang. That's a, it's high up there. Only not a 10 just because it's obviously it's his first movie. It's got some little problems here and there. But still, solid, solid watch. Highly recommend. Hell yeah. Nice. CJ? I, I'm also... Uh, I finished watching this yesterday and I immediate, my immediate reaction was like, I think this is a solid nine. And I was racking my brain of like, why am I not giving it a 10? And I can't really come up with a Whoa. reason, but I just, but I don't think it's quite a perfect movie, but I really, really love it. Maybe just to put it over the edge a little bit, I'll, I'll do like a 9.2. Okay. This is a, a very, very solid movie. <laughs> 
Oh, and actually, I'm just going to speed around some of my favorite things about this movie. Tug, the Enforcer character, wears a A-frame white shirt the the whole movie, and we get a glimpse of his house, and it's just a room full of Tugs. <laughs> they, they like all look the same. They all are wearing. The, it's like a split second that you see it. I was like, that's amazing that they add that in. I <laughs> uh, love the lamp in the car. I love his like setup because that is like what a high school would think a mob boss would do. Would would put this mm-hmm. aesthetic towards it. I thought that was really great. And then uh, Brad Brannish, the the jock of the high school. I love Brad that he kind of gets his ass kicked, and JGL just like will take a beating and then just keeps kicking his ankle over and over again. I was like, that's that's kind of a smart move. His smug remarks to him every time Brad Brannish uh, acknowledges him is one of my favorites too. Yeah, my yeah. What are you doing here? Just hanging out, or like he cheers him. And yeah, tells me the scout. <laughs> Just eggs him on at any chance he can get. Yeah, I love that. Like, what are you doing here? Is like, at the parking lot? I'm just hanging out. Like, <laughs> didn't realize this was a private party. You're in a high school yeah. parking lot. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll say a, a 9.2. Highly, highly recommend this movie, especially if you're like a fan of Ryan Johnson's work. Uh, definitely go back and check this out. And if you like Rain Wilson's work, check out The <laughs> Office. So there we go. All right. 10. For me, uh, look, up top I addressed that I didn't give this my full attention, so I don't even feel like I can fairly rate this. Uh, I liked what I saw. Uh, I just had trouble following it for obvious reasons. If you don't give this movie your full attention, there's a lot of talking that happens, and I definitely missed some plot points. So, uh, you know, it, 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 was, it was good. I liked what I saw. It was enjoyable. Uh, I'll give it a... I'll give it a six and a half for now, but wow. I feel like I need to rewatch it, and it'll probably go up from there because I I would probably enjoy it more if I paid more attention. Yeah, that's on me. That's on me. I no, yeah, I was trying to give it my full attention, and I even had to like rewind certain parts because like certain interactions, you're like, whoa, a, a whole bunch just happened in that conversation <laughs> of like thirty seconds. I need to go back and hear what they said. I think that um, letterbox review I was reading, I think the second part of that was the Ratatat uh, dialogue was a little too much for me and I had to put on subtitles. I think that ah, was the second part of it. Uh, gotcha. So I may do that next time. There were definitely gotcha. some parts where I was paying attention and couldn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's a great. fun practice to also as just grab some of your favorite uh, terms that they use throughout you know, start to use them in your own vocabulary every every day. Right. Get a lot of weird looks from people. It's fun. Know where you eat. <laughs> Don't come kicking down my homeroom door. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, no, one of my all-time, I just want to quickly throw it out because it stuck with me. Ever since I first saw it in 2005, was one of my favorite lines as when he's threatening the burnouts in the back of the, the counter. He's like, all right, who's next? I've got all five senses and I slept last night. That's four up. <laughs> Than a lot of you, and they all just kind of like back away from it. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. Yeah, what was that character's name? Dode or something? Dode. Yeah. Dode. A lot of a lot of interesting names in this movie too. I think. Get slapped or poor Dode. Yeah. It's really slapped around. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, thank you for joining us. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug at the end of uh, the episode here? Uh, I guess my own podcast, where I um, it's a podcast within the podcast where I'm a guest speaker and I'm recording simultaneously as them. So uh, thanks for coming on to mine. It's been oh, great. Oh yeah. Our pleasure. 
Yeah. What and you put out just again? your audio, right? You don't include ours. It's just your half of the conversation. Right. You guys get like a couple lines here and there, but it's mainly just to, to improve my own experience. Of yeah. It. It's just us reacting to what you said, like laughing and, and stuff like Not that. Along. Yeah. yeah. You know, happy to lay down some bumpers if you want to. Like, here, here I'll give you a couple freebies right here. <laughs> oh, Matt. Dang, Matt, you slay me. There you go. Oh, good point. I never thought of it like that. That's good. It's going to be you're, you're peaking a little bit. If I can just have that last playback, then that'd be great. I, I never thought of it like that. I never that thought of it like okay. that. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing going on. Uh, appreciate you guys having me on. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is a blast. CJ, what do we got? Oh, us? Uh, you can check out our website, overtalkingpod.party. There's a search bar if you want to go back and see what movies we've done, or you're like, hey, I wonder if they've done my favorite movie. Pop that in the search bar. Maybe we have. Probably not, though. We do a lot of bad movies. This was a nice change of pace. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on all the things at overtalkingpod. Email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Call or text us at usacat1591. And as we always say, oh, no, wait. No, oh, Ken. It's been too long. I don't want to do this part. Uh, oh, I didn't even explain to Matt this part, so it's just going to be so fucking weird. That's the best. All right. Oh, no, they're here. The overtalking overlords have arrived. There are ghastly otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's probably about as fast as the dialogue in Brick gets. Yeah, I feel like. yeah, you're you're up there. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for you to like throwing out her crust or bulls or, right. or something. <laughs> bulls for cops was one of uh, another prime one. Yeah, <laughs> gonna muck it up. Mm-hmm. And as we always say, you're a loose cannon. Turn in your gun and badge. Turn in your pencil and notebook. <laughs> something something high school related. I don't know. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. This week's guest was Matt Alanese. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.